Hi, welcome to The Only Kyle Show. My name is Kyle Miller. Um, today, we do not have dog with us, and it is going to be Mr. Kyle Bear. Uh, joining us as our guest today, how are you doing, Mr. Bear? I'm doing pretty well. Yourself, Miller? Uh, not so great, but uh, <laughs> we don't need to get into that just yet. Um, <clears throat> ah, shit. What was I, I going to say? Um, today is going to be a mental health substance abuse uh, slash sexual abuse centered uh, episode. Uh, we've been meaning to do these uh, more frequently. Uh, uh, Kyle uh, Grimes Ward, um, a previous guest of ours, also one of the uh, admins of the Council of Kyle, uh, was the one that was going to be doing it with us. She is currently very sick. Um, from a, uh, oh, God, I get upset when I talk about this, um, from a severe autoimmune disease that, um, basically her body is just attacking itself constantly, and, uh, so she just, uh, you know, they told her that things aren't looking good, they're trying one more medication, and, uh, and then, then after that, they don't know what to do, so... Um, so I've been wanting to do these, you know, for her, um, and I'm going to start doing these for her. Um, yeah. Uh, so (laughs) on that, on that, on that, uh, great inspiring note, um, man, I, you know, I don't even know what to say. I was close <laughs> with Grimes Ward too, because for the Kyles that don't know, Bear is an alt. I technically am Kyle Storms. Okay, I didn't know that and at the moment. I, I used, yeah, I used to be pretty close with Grimes. Like talk to her on maybe a weekly to a monthly basis. Not close as I am with other Kyles, but that's sad to hear because she is a good person and deserves all the love. So any Kyles that are out there listening, make sure if you're friends with her, go give her a DM. Just let her know you're there for her and pray for that woman, please. Yeah. Cause you know, she, she deserves it. I mean, she's, she's one of the, she's one of the ones that has, you know, helped me, um, you know, very hard, uh, in rebuilding the, uh, support group. Um, she's been very active. She, she's one of the ones that was always, um, first to help people find resources in their area. Um, she's mm-hmm. really good at that. I mean, she used to be, she used to be a counselor herself and, uh, yeah, she's, I mean, she's just been a indispensable, uh, member of the team the past few years. Same here. I, she used to, anytime I'd have a question about a medication or if I should be taking this medication, because my doctor was a Middle Eastern man and he was very hard to understand. So like if I had a medication question, I'd bring it straight to Grimes and she'd be there in two minutes with an answer. <laughs> like that, she's just that kind of person. She's there for everybody. Yeah. Oh, that man. is um so real quick in uh in, in off subject news um i i've been working on um rebuilding the council website and i'm actually making headway um it 
it looks like Facebook. It's set up like Facebook. And I'm going to like, I'm going to have a section for the podcast on there. And, you know, if, you know, fucking if other people have, you know, cause there are there's other Kyle's with podcasts, you know, we'll have links on there. Um, you know, information about Kyle Khan and, you know, it's, it's just going to be the hub for you know, all the information for the council, but there will also be groups on there, you know? Um, so not going to have the, uh, it's good backup. And also, you know, we probably should start trying to get people to move to it because Facebook is just getting absolutely ridiculous. And yeah, so it's going to be at councilkyle.com. Um, let me see what comes up when you go there right now. I think it goes to the login screen. Yes. It goes to the account creation. I gotta, I gotta edit everything. It's just, it's a part of a template right now. But it's, uh, okay, yeah, it's it's gonna be dope. I'm excited. That sounds interesting. Yeah. Um. And yeah, I'm having problems with the login domain and stuff, but that's what I'll fix it. But um, <clears throat> yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, right now, I'm trying to set up the, um, the auth zero um sign in configurations for social media so you can use facebook to sign in to google to sign in and all that stuff okay yeah working on that now what about uh do you think this will help bring the kyles back together because if i don't know if it's just me but i've noticed a lot of fracture ever since like we lost kyles during the me we thing during the discord thing it just it feels like all the kyles lately haven't been as sep or separated we haven't been as close as we used to be so I'm like almost hoping that this site will pull us back together. Um, I you know I, I don't think the Kyles that are currently like you know part part of the group, put you know part of the multiple groups. I, I don't think it's necessarily gonna pull any of them back together because most of them. That's the thing though. Most of them are still together. Um, yeah. And it it's just it's you know the the multiple groups is giving them an option of what type of content they want to see so if they you know want to see um unfettered free speech and which includes you know belittling the races of some of our members oh, yeah, <laughs> then, which is horrible. then they go to one you know and if they don't want to see that they go to the, the another one you know they go to ours so it, you know and i'm I I made a genuine promise not to talk shit about the other groups. Um, mm -hmm. Well, now now it's just one, because um, that was part of our agreement, you know. It, and uh, there was a lot of pushback about even us making that agreement, and uh, from both sides. That uh, um, it, I mean, it it's the only way that. Kyle's are going to benefit in the end. Um, yeah. And uh, it, it just, you know, it, it allowed, you know, like me and me and Jack to, to talk one-on-one -on -one without all the crazy shit, um, you know, kind of, kind of forming a bond behind a common enemy, which I, I wouldn't say enemy, but, you know, uh, close up, you know, just had to yeah. control shit and you know jack saw it and everybody else saw it on you know their quote-unquote side so you know 
Um, the only person that didn't see it was gross. <laughs> you know, he's like, <laughs> thought everything was cool. Uh, and that they just believed him on all of his shit. But it, I, I don't want to. I don't want to sit here and talk shit about that. The man made a what I would call a fairly genuine apolo- uh, apology to me about some fucked up shit that he had said to me. So um, yeah. yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna sit here and talk bad on him. But uh, <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So there's just. I mean, man, there's a lot of shit. <laughs> there's so much shit. There, there, there literally is. It's the amount of council lore that just comes back in my brain out of nowhere. It's like the Totino's gang, fuck yeah, raiding all the groups. Oh, by the way, this, mean, this podcast is fucking Totino's gang. Yeah, yeah. Amen. <laughs> Hashtag Totino's, Totino's party gang. for day. <laughs> oh man. But, no, because I've been around for a while, so I've seen all the trends. I mean, I. The thing that's hit me the hardest out of the council, speaking of Grimes Award, I just, I don't want to lose another Kyle, and that's what kills me. Because so far we've lost, and my two biggest losses were Mind, who killed me, because he brought me into the council, brought me into his metaphysical group, all of that. Yeah. And then Crimes Done, who we still don't really know what happened to. Uh, yeah, uh, Salazar fucked me up. I mean, uh, uh, Grimes, and, uh, it's, and, uh, um, like they, the ones you mentioned, fucked me up too. But um, Salazar, Sal, Salazar threw me for a fucking loop because he was on the he was on the Kyle Coin team. And um, oh, see, I didn't even hear of Salazar. I don't even know who Salazar is. But rest in peace, my man. Um, it, it, if you saw him, you'd probably recognize him. Hold on, um, because uh, he's just a weird dude. <laughs> like <laughs> I fucked with him, like. <laughs> Um, but he got fucking hit by a core. Oh God, is that the one that? Oh, I think I remember that. And like, he had just told it. Like, I thought he was like tweaking out. Like, I thought it. You know, I thought he was on meth, and because he said crazy shit about you know these people were after him. And we're like, I was like, dude, what are you like? What is going on? What are you talking about? And then, oh, and then, God. and then we find out he got hit by a core. And, you know, like, we, we contacted the police department and we, like, told them, like, hey, like, you know, we have, you know, these messages from him and shit and don't know what the fuck's going on. I, I don't know if they ever followed up with us about that. Wasn't he the one that was selling toothbrushes, too? No, 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 no. That's not even a Kyle. Oh, okay. Because I, I remember the one saying people are coming after him selling toothbrushes. Uh, <laughs> um... Yeah, uh, that, 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 that dude, that dude, um, here, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna post Salazar's, uh, link in the chat. Right, follow it real quick. Ah, man. <clears throat> Already an emotional episode and we're like 10, 15 <laughs> minutes in. <laughs> yeah, I'm, and like, I'm just, I'm here going through some shit and I'm trying to hold it together, so... Um, it's okay. Sometimes you just need to let it go too, though. Yeah, I know. I just talked to, uh, I just talked to smile. Uh, well, but uh, you guys know him by smile. Um, oh, fuck. Jesus Christ. Um, LaForge, uh, but you guys know him as Kyle smile and runs the crypto groups. Um, oh, okay. I know Salazar. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. He's a fucking funny dude. But Jeez. Yeah. Um Oh fuck. What was gonna say? Uh yeah, but shout out to uh to Smile for getting on the phone with me. Uh, I needed I needed a outside opinion on something to talk. <laughs> so <laughs> I mean that's what you know, that's that's what I love about, you know, cares group stuff you know for anybody named kyle that doesn't know about it um we have a emotional support um substance abuse support um group called the right now it's called cock cares emergency general support group um so if you are in dire emotional need you know, you just you need to talk to somebody. You're about to harm yourself, um, but you don't want to. But we understand that <laughs> your want isn't always what's about to happen. Um, you know, you go on there. There's phone number list, and you know somebody will answer on that phone number list. And you know, I, I my biggest thing about that is even you know, and like I've been told this too that even the action of sitting there and trying to get a hold of someone which my number's first so i usually will pick up <laughs> like almost at any time i'll wake up and pick up pick up the phone but uh <clears throat> you know the the act of just sitting there trying to get a hold of somebody takes an individual's mind off of off of what they're about to do this is a great thing, but I also feel like you just opened yourself up to 3 a.m. prank calls. Uh, okay, so listen. Um, one, you know, I, I, ver- I vet the Kyles that get into that group fairly hard. Oh. Uh, like, you know, I... And the... Uh, even when all that shit was going on with Jack and them, yeah. Um, but before I asked him for like reprieve and stuff, I asked him one. I asked him one thing, and I was like, "Whatever is, whatever happens, whatever bullshit's going on, one thing I ask is that you do not violate the sanctity of that group. You do not fucking, you know, violate that fucking phone number list, and you know it being a you know you're it being only for you know emergencies, and none of them did." Not a single fucking one. And wow, that that's more mature than I honestly thought Jack could be. So and and and, and and that you know that's what that's what made me realize that you know um, that like peace could be made and that they could see reason. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I mean, most people kind of, I remember even Stiltson back in the day. If you sat down and tried to have a normal conversation with the dude, he'd have a normal conversation with you. So I I have, uh, so he would until a conversation started going not his way. (laughs) Fair enough. I'll give you that. I saw that (laughs) enough in uh, Austin Sorehow. (laughs) Yeah, like I'd, ugh. Okay. Speaking of which, shout out to Kyle Austin. Our boy just got home from uh, a little bid that he had to do oh, yeah. at the what, halfway what, house now. What did uh, what did Austin get uh, locked up for? 
I don't remember exactly. I but I know he got. It was only supposed to be a year. He was locked up for two because he got in a fight, and they del- they, they sentenced they took him half to half his good time. It, it probably, yeah. yeah, he probably had fifty fifty percent good time in whatever state he's in. Well, they took uh, they had an extra year onto his sentence and gave him three months in a halfway house on top of it for the fight in the state of Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. State of Texas, yeah. I believe, is fifty percent good time, so they just revoked all of his good time for that fight. Oh yeah. So that's why, kids, we don't fight in jail unless we are defending ourselves. And you try and make it, uh, you know, with, within camera shots so that you can show that you were simply defending yourself. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm glad I never had to do that. I mean, my addiction brought me close, but uh, I never ended up in handcuffs, luckily. Uh, I, I did. Um, well, I can't lie. I ended up in handcuffs. I didn't get arrested. I mooned a cop one point when I was drunk, so... Uh, my crazy self, when I would get drunk, I, the only thing I would drink would be Irish car bomb. And I took pride Jesus. in being able to drink Irish car bombs the, the fastest. Jesus. So my gig was I would go to the bar. I would buy one. Some guy would see me, hopefully, see me shoot it and be like, hey, you want to race? I can beat you. Sure. But if you, I win, you buy my beer. So I would drink most nights for free that way. Well, this night, I had probably 16, 17 Irish car bombs in about a two-hour period. <laughs> I come out of the bar, and there's a cop sitting on his hood, just sitting there. I don't even know why I did it, but I just walked out, pulled down my pants, mooned a cop, started oinking, and got up and got arrested. He brought. He was nice enough to bring me home, but not charge me. <laughs> it's funny, though. It, it could have been way worse. Uh, according to him, I could have uh, been put on the sex offender registry. <clears throat> uh, uh, were, did your genitals show at all? Probably. I have what uh, Kyle Neeson calls SWSS, severe wide sack syndrome. <laughs> yeah. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had to try and lighten the mood a little bit. <laughs> no, no, it's it's funny. Um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. If if the sack was seen, then yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I, I'm guessing it was. I don't really remember it. I remember getting home. Could you imagine, though? Like, could you, could you imagine? Having to explain to everybody in your life, including your neighbors, that you're a sex offender because you mooned a cop? Yeah, because your balls slipped out? <laughs> Yeah. Oh fuck! That's that's funny though. Jesus. Dude, addiction. The stories are funny looking back, but at the same time, it's like, what the fuck was I thinking? I mean, you know, alcohol is a um, (coughs) depressant, and um, oh my god, Uh, it acts on the same receptors as benzo so it, it just melts away your inhibition and uh reasoning so see and my problem was was i wasn't a morning drinker i wasn't an afternoon drinker i only drank at night so to me it was like oh i'm not an alcoholic what are you talking about i don't wake up and brush my teeth with a bottle of jack daniels so yeah. it took another four or five years after that till i got sober that was crazy 
Uh, it and dude, yeah, I mean, it takes a long time uh, to get to that point for most people too. I mean, myself included. Uh, from from when I started doing opiates, it was so it was 2012. Um, last time I used was 20. Was it 19 or 2020? Um. Okay. Well, it was 2023 now. Uh, it, it 2019, yeah, 2019. So they use heroin, um, and like that. That was one of the hardest things, and, and the only reason I was able to stop is because I got locked up again for the last one, and uh, and then almost fucked out up when I got out, um, partially because I, you know. Uh, I was put into a situation that I didn't know I was being put into. Um, so like, cause I got bonded out by my ex and I was told things that weren't true. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> but, um, I don't know, man, I fucking, it, it was rough. I, I, I mean, I'm lucky to be here cause I, I've, I oh, overdosed sure. at least seven times. From, Holy God. From heroin, at least. Um, and I mean, it's taking a toll on me. Like I, my, my fucking short term memory is absolutely just non-existent. And it doesn't help that I was taking gabapentin for that entire time. Um, <laughs> Holy. And, uh, I, I didn't even know about the recall and the, the lawsuit or, and that, you know, cause I'd been taking, I had been prescribed it since I was 16 for off label use yeah. for anxiety. And, uh, they, they, it's the second largest settlement with any pharmaceutical company. And I had never heard of it. Um, but yeah, they, it was bad. <laughs> it, it was bad. I don't. I don't know how. Like I can see how that it, would be bad, dude. It. And what's worse is the sim. You know the symptoms, and I, I'm. I'm like. I'm. I'm suffering from almost all of them. Um, Dementia-like symptoms. Uh, fucking uh, neurological problems. Mm-hmm, um, same here. And. Uh, and uh, there, there's more like I forget the list of it, it, like mostly memory and shit. And like it sucks, dude. Because like my my I used to have an eidetic memory, and I could just recall mm-hmm. every, you know every word of a song I heard once. You know I could recall at least you know like almost all the words in a book, and it's just. It's like, yeah, it's been taken away from me, you know, partially my own doing and partially not. And it's just, that shit sucks. <laughs> I feel that more than you could ever know. See, growing up, I was an ADD, ADHD child in the early 2000s because I'm a 96 baby. Yeah. And since the first grade, I had been on Ritalin and like Adderall, anything. I went through almost every ADHD med by the time I was 14. And now I just, I sit here every day and I feel stupid because I don't take the ADHD meds anymore because I've basically realized they're legal meth in a sense, you know? Yeah. But 
I realize now how much damage that did to me as a kid just sitting here. I have no short-term memory left. It's almost any little, not any little thing can piss me off, but like if somebody does something to piss me off, I'm immediately pissed off, irritated, agitated, nerve issues, nerve damage from the medications. Yep. It's horrible. Yeah, and most of it's irreversible. Amen. And they just pawned it off to us as kids. Like, I didn't have a choice in the first grade if I was going to be on Ritalin or not. No, my mom got that choice. Yeah. And then our parents just sit there and they're like, oh, we didn't do nothing wrong. We were just doing what we could. Okay, so you thought it was okay to give a five-year-old legal meth because he couldn't sit down and play with Legos and would rather go outside and run around. Yeah. It, like and, and you know at the same time you can't you can't blame the um you can't blame like the parents at all because it here's the thing you know these things are being told to them by an individual in authority who is either being paid off by the pharmaceutical companies or was reading papers from people who were paid off by the pharmaceutical companies. So, you know, most people, mm-hmm. most people down the line thought that what they were doing was perfectly fine. Oh yeah. True. Totally true. In my case. I mean, my uncle was a pharmacist. My grandmother was a OBGYN who was best friends with my doctor. So they were all reading all that stuff about how great the medications were and how it was fixing children and fixing lives and stuff. And I'm, and the thing was, like, you know, and some it did who had the proper diagnosis. Amen. And, and, and you know, it, but it was just being thrown at every kid for every attention issue. And, you know, not, you know, why don't you wait uh, maybe a year, you know, to, to see, you know, how, you know, if they... If it's just part of their, you know, hormones and testosterone coming in, like, just wait and see, <laughs> you know, and, and, and is what they're really doing worth the possible risk? And, exactly. Uh, and that's, yeah, I, I would say no. <laughs> see, the problem was I was just an active kid. I didn't want to sit still at a desk. I'd rather be outside running, playing soccer, doing something else, you know? Nope. Like, what kid wants to sit at a desk for eight hours a day? Some kids, maybe, but not me. Uh, And then what's worse is when you're misdiagnosed and on those meds, it leads to anxiety issues, too. Oh, dude, let me tell you. My mom took me to see a psychiatrist and is part of the reason I will never see a psychiatrist ever again. A psychiatrist. Now I'll see a psychologist and I'll see a therapist. I will never see a psychiatrist again. Um, so I go and does this whole like, like two hour long evaluation and sits me and my mom down and is like, uh, well, your son either has ADHD or bipolar disorder. And I was like, um, which one? And he was like, well, that's, uh, I, I can't really determine. Well, well, what, what are you thinking? He's like, oh, I'm going to prescribe you fucking Depakote mm-hmm. for, for bipolar. And I'm like, but you just said, you don't know what I like, what I'm suffering from. You don't know what my condition is. So why are you going to prescribe a medication if you don't know? 
And and like my mom was like, well, well just try it. Blah, blah, blah. Fucking whatever, dude. I was in a fucking daze for two months until I fucking forced myself to stop it. Oh, yeah. And the even worse part is once you stop it, you never feel the same again. I went through a similar thing. So when I was 16, I had my first, well, I guess not first, first almost successful suicide attempt. Mm. And they sent me into a psych ward. And they tried saying that I had a mood disorder. And they put me on lithium. And Mm. it wasn't working right with my body. Well, I didn't know not to. Cold turkeyed myself off the lithium. And ever since, my energy levels have been nothing. Yeah, well, like, I, that, no. that's a benzo. Yeah, lithium's a benzo. So you fucked up. <laughs> big, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, big time. Yeah, that's uh, that's that's big no no because it's oof. Yeah, but it just it's I hate big pharma for this reason. All these meds, all these side effects, all this it leads to nothing. It they're selling a long term fix. Not even a long-term fix, a long-term solution. When the fix is people need to start going to therapy, we need to go to counseling, we need to be nicer to each other, we just need to be more positive in general. Hold the door for somebody walking out of the grocery store, for fuck's sake. Or return your cart, I don't care. Just do something positive. Be the change in the world. Don't wait for the world to change. Yeah, and that's something that um, far too many people can't understand (laughs) like i don't i don't get it i half the time i sit here and i think half the world is just made up of npcs because it feels like people don't have emotions it's either a i'm on the spectrum and i feel way deeper or b people just don't feel emotions i don't get it yeah uh i mean uh, probably a lot of both um and then you know (laughs) and then just you know more and more people um in that kind of uh what would you call it um like you know going through their own trauma and going through their own shit and they just they, oh, you know yeah. they, they they hate are focused on that and not anybody else and i mean which you know in a sense they should be so it's hard to you know balance that caring for others and then you know oh for sure yeah because there's times that when i was younger i I was always the care for others and didn't give a shit about myself kind of person, but it, you got to learn to balance because it just drains you. It leaves you feeling like shit. It, yeah. You end up sleeping 12, 13 hours a day because you don't want to do nothing else because you have no energy left. <clears throat> yep. It, I mean, it's fucking, it's definitely, it's, you know, sad to see people go through and sad to go through it yourself. And, Oh man, there's fucking oh, there were some mental health resources I wanted to look up uh, that I wanted to talk about. Let me see if I put them in the holy house thing. Oh, thank God I'm not. I don't have video on because I just literally, I literally have a, (laughs) I have a file that is. Oh, what is this? Hold on. Domain. Oh, oh no, that that doesn't matter. Never mind. It's all the. It's these Kyle domains I was looking at buying. Oh, okay, I thought I thought you were about to stream porn again. <laughs> hey, that only happened twice. Hey, hey two <laughs> times too many, my friend. Get another PC. 
Well, the first or you, uh, or well, use okay. your phone. Well, no, it happened more than twice because te- uh, technically I uh, was a actor with my one ex. Uh, what, what, what do you call them? Uh, <laughs> <Only fans> creators. <laughs> yes, a content creator. Yes, a content oh, creator. Man. I am now a content creator, just in different content. See, I tried that, but uh, that led to uh, my fiance now getting pregnant the first day I moved to Washington, and no content ever being made. <laughs> Like, I, I don't know. Just when I'm in the heat of the moment, I don't think, hey, grab the camera, you know? Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, that's why you got to set it up. And you got you, you to gotta get it all sexy and start playing <laughs> in the back, background and shit. And have little fucking 70s cue noises. Oh, man, it'd be great. Oh, that would be great. Oh, speaking of which, if you haven't seen it yet, speaking of 70s, have you seen that 90s show yet? That was great. Uh, and I'm telling you, yeah, it yeah. me out of my depression for about a day because of the nostalgia. Yeah, she she was watching it, and uh, it was pretty good. Um, yep. Yeah, I like, liked it so far. Because that 70s was one of my favorite shows of all time. I don't know what it is. It's funny. Before, So I'm going to preface quick. Before we started recording... We were talking about how I'm California sober. I still smoke. I take mushrooms occasionally, and I do acid. Um, but I've always had this fascination with pot, even growing up. I loved that so 70s show because of the circles. My uncle was a pot smuggler across international borders. He was bringing it down through reservations into New York. Uh, ever since a young age, I've just always had this fascination and it just always brings me back to weed. I don't know what it is. Like I can be sober for three, six months, mm-hmm. one hit of a blunt. Woo. I'm back, baby. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong uh, with that, man. It makes you happy and it, and it doesn't become a problem. That's the, that's the, yeah, that's but the that's biggest. the thing. It's like a borderline problem. It's like one of those, hey, do I have a problem? Do I not? Do I, do I not? Because, I mean, well, I mean, I, if it, it, here's the thing it, any, any, anything can become a problematic addiction just because of the way that the, the brain works. So, you know, you might not, you know, sit there and physically, you know, Jones for, for marijuana. All right. But yeah. you, you know, like the irritability that you might feel if you don't, oh, I have, you know, don't, don't have a blunt, you know, like it, that, you know, that irritability that, I mean, that's, that's a symptom of addiction. And, oh yeah. And, and, and for sure. Cause I mean, I wake and bake first thing every morning. I'm high all day long. And, you know, and then, and then if you don't, you feel off and because I mean, it's literally rewired your brain. Now it's far better for you than other things <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. than coke adderall alcohol i'm sure yeah and, and so you know there's a if if it's a choice between if it's a choice between that like you know like smoking weed and stuff if, if there's a choice between that and doing heroin or you know, or becoming an alcoholic and, you know, obviously you, you should, you should choose the marijuana (laughs) or, or the hallucinogens and, (laughs) um, yeah, it's a harm reduction choice in the end, really. Yeah. Yeah. 
But, I mean, if you can abstain and you think you should abstain, especially if you have a you know, g- genetic predisposition to addiction, I think you should. Oh, oh I'm, I've been trying to, honestly. I've been cutting back because I'm trying to get completely sober since I have a baby on the way. I've cut back from an ounce to a half ounce a week now, and that's with uh, sharing with people occasionally. So we're moving in the right direction. It's just, it's very frustrating, you know, like, because I've been to three rehabs. I've hit my head off a wall, off the walls, like 17 times, just in the sense of relapsing. Mm. And after a while, it just, it gets old and frustrating. It feels like you're living in this groundhog's day where every day just keeps repeating itself and you're doing the same things and you almost feel too scared to go do anything. Like you, I don't know. It's weird. No, I, 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 I feel you on that, dude. And you, you self-isolate and, um, mm-hmm. you know, start pushing, you know, literally creating ways to push those around you, um, away from you. Oh, I did in a sense, uh, in a sense, I didn't. In a sense, I didn't. My childhood was very screwed up. My mom was a single mom. My dad was a drug runner. Uh, Are you the kind uh, that guy... I talked to on my way back from uh, from where was I? Be- I believe so. Where the fuck we had a long we had a long talk at one point. Yeah, where the fuck did I go that I drove that far? I was it Kyle Con? No, uh, no, because she wasn't with me. Um, what? Where the fuck was that? Where was they coming from? What is going on here? <laughs> oh, what the fuck? This is gonna fuck but with no. me now. But no, it's just a very unstable childhood that oh, just oh, led oh, to. Oh, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. I was, okay. coming, I was coming back from uh my my brother's house in uh in, oh yeah. yeah in Norfolk. I have to get my tattoo. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> I was like, "Damn, where was I? I completely lost track now." Uh, family, something. I, dude, my short-term memory is fried, bro. I know. Uh, but oh, I think I know where I was going. But yeah, just family growing up. It was very unstable. Uh. My mom ended up dating a guy who was addicted to painkillers who eventually passed away. One of the guys I considered my dad died in a lake. He drowned. It's just these unstable childhoods that lead to addiction, man. I'm telling you. Uh, yeah, it I... all comes from childhood trauma. And nine out of ten addicts I've found that I've talked to were all sexually assaulted as a kid. It's a huge link that is not being discussed. Yeah. I, I, I mean, and... um. My substance abuse counselor, when I was in jail, uh, she was a trauma, um, she was a trauma centric, uh, the trauma model centric, uh, therapist. So her, like she would show, you know, like she was doing research papers and stuff to try and get the, uh, the mainstream, uh, scientific, uh like journals and things to accept the trauma model um as an att- you know, attribution to the disease model of addiction um and yeah. like i went through her like thesis paperwork and everything like dude i mean it's i i don't see how they could think otherwise <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, it, it's like it's talked about for sure in professional settings because that's where I learned about it. But just the general public doesn't know enough about it. Addiction still has that stigma to it where nobody's talking about it unless you're in the professional setting or have a loved one or a family member with it. I, okay, so I mean, there's just there's so many people that have been touched by it at this point that I believe that it's it's becoming just fucking common common fucking knowledge. Like, hopefully, it, I I really do believe so, and that you know people are just you know it, it's becoming more mainstream, so they're not like talking about it all the time you know that's why it's not in the headlines all the time but they know what it is they, they most people have a better understanding of addiction and um yeah uh it i, I think i i think it's getting better hopefully I'm, I'm hoping so it looks like it's slowly going in the right direction but it's not where we need it to yet i mean it's never going to fully get there, but it just it makes me sad to see when we got safe, when we finally get safe use centers where people can go and get high and be safe, that there has to be people that talk crap about them and why do we need these, blah, 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 blah. Well, would you rather see them shooting up on the sidewalk or would you yeah. rather see them doing it safe where it's not going to kill them? Yeah, exactly. And uh, and it reduces harm for, you know, like they're not sitting there in a in a fucking kid's park shooting up and then dropping their needles. Yeah, like. Amen. Like uh, my uncle was a administrator for a underprivileged at risk uh, behavioral issue school in Philadelphia, right by Kensington. I remember going through Kensington at like 10 years old, just driving through and seeing all that. You don't want kids seeing that. Why wouldn't you just send them into a center where they can do it and be safe and the kids don't see it? Yeah. Oh, Especially because addiction and crime go hand in hand. You don't want the kids in the area where the addicts are. I'll say that as being a former addict. I, well, technically still being one because I'm not recovered at all. Uh, addicts are pieces of shit when we're deep, deep, deep in addiction. Yeah, you can be. We will do anything. Yeah. Um, and, oh, man. Like... I you know I I I not like trying to say that I'm like better than anybody, but I did oh, yeah. I did because there's things that I did that I just absolutely fucked up, but there were certain things lines that I wouldn't cross. Um, I would never leave like needles in a public place where I, a kid could come across them, or they always went yeah. into they always went into like a bottle, or I would bury them deep in the ground, like I would stick them in the ground, stomp them with my feet and stuff, and nowhere near a park. <laughs> like, um, but you know, then at the same time, I mean, I. I I never robbed people, but I took money from my parents at times. Um, and whether oh yeah, uh, whether to directly feed my addiction or because I didn't have money and I needed things like cigarettes, and that shit fucking kills me because my parents put in a lot, a lot of fucking help over the years, and I you know I feel. I feel absolutely horrible for putting them through all that and, you know, stealing from them. And it's, it, yeah, that shit kills me. See, my view is kind of conflicted on that. Cause like I said, I had the unstable childhood, but at the same time, my mom 
did try, but she's a narcissist too. I mean, I when I came out here to Washington, I basically cut all my family off. I don't talk to any of my family. I texted my grandmother once or twice saying I was sorry about my grandfather dying once I found out about that. But I cut all my family completely off. I don't talk to nobody. But I did the same thing as an addict. I was uh, the change jars. Those were always my favorite. I'd find mom had this huge, you know, those water vending jugs. She had one of those full of change. So I would just go in there, grab like $30, $40 worth of quarters and just bring it to the coin store. Yep. Like, I feel bad for that. I feel bad for putting her through that. I feel bad for honestly leaving without saying bye, and now she doesn't talk to her son. But at the same point, it's like I was pushed to this direction. Yeah. It's 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 a hard thing for me to talk about, because it's very touchy, and it's very complex. And I don't know. It's, it's very big. I blame myself for part of it. I blame others for parts of it. I just think I honestly need to take a self inventory. Yeah, and I mean and one, one, one of the you know one of the one of the best things that was ever told to me by a therapist is that uh, you know the first thing I have to do is uh, I have to let go of the past, and that was the hardest thing for me, especially especially after my wife passed away and oh she's my she was my fiance but she's the mother of my youngest my oldest and like you know we were separated but we had plans on marrying i just want to make that clear if anybody ever listens to this like but because yeah i i considered her my wife we'd been together you know uh two years straight and uh, we had a year gap because she was forced to move back to korea to live with um the child rapist that is her father that molested her as a kid and uh so yeah and uh she came back and everything just you know was just great <laughs> and uh um I, I forget where i was going with that dude i but that's hard i couldn't imagine that um and she was i i don't know dude i i don't i don't know what i was trying to say right here i just absolutely 100% just lost my train of thought. Um, this usually happens when I start discussing um, her <laughs> or traumatic, right. tra- traumatic yeah, situations. Yep, it's a trauma response. Your brain doesn't want to think about it. That's what it is. It's okay. We can change subject if you need to. No, no, no. It's it's okay. It, like, I'm good. Um, I just don't know where I was going with that anymore, so... Yeah. <laughs> uh, one thing that I was going to say was it's hard to, back on the weed thing, it's hard to, to say that you're an addict to the weed. Because, I mean, you go into an NA or an AA and you say, hey, my name is Kyle. I have an issue with marijuana. You're going to get laughed out of that room. Nine no. Times out uh, of if you get laughed out of that room, that is not an NA meeting that you want to go to ever. Like, it, See, I, if, I, any, I if anybody in that room laughs, like, and nobody and like you know the the organizers don't say anything like i i would walk out because the you know has has your life become unmanageable because of it okay 
It, it, that's a simple question. If your life has become unmanageable because of it, even if it's just weed, then yeah, you know, then it is a fucking addiction. <laughs> like now, if you're just you know, if you're just only getting like irritated and stuff like that, um, that's just yeah, yeah. I, I don't, I don't. It crazy. Yeah, because I tried the twelve steps before and I got laughed out of even with. Even when saying I was a cross addict, I'd get laughed out of AA rooms. But I think that's just because I was some conservative upstate New York and it was all 80-year-old men in the room. Oh, the fucking, like, the stag meetings and shit. I fucking hate, dude. They, uh, when, I was that's rehab, all we had. when I was in rehab, they took us to, to those, um, to one of those. And I was like, yeah, uh, this is not one that you should take new people because this is absolutely horrible. <laughs> like... <laughs> Just 100% horrible. Try picking a sponsor out of that room, too. That was Because that was all of the meetings that I could really hit because I didn't have a car. Uh So I had two or three meeting choices to hit. And they were all old men meetings. So try picking a sponsor out of that room. Jesus Christ. Yeah. And it's, you know, that was another thing. Like, I, it it just never worked for me. Uh, It uh and it never worked for me it works for a lot of people uh but i've seen the statistics on it too like i'm not the only one <laughs> um yeah it, it's just i think like for me i had to find a way for myself to do it i made sure that there's people who would hold me accountable you know out that weren't you know part of this group and it didn't have cuz like it's just this whole stigma and then like and then people get addicted to na and they're like you know addicted to sobriety and everything their whole fucking life revolves around it. i'm like not like yeah. that, is, that is just not me like yeah i'm here and it's but at the same point it's kind of like the 12 steps helped me when i actually did them every time i relapsed it was because i stopped going to meetings yeah yeah i mean like well, and, and it's just you know that simple action is part of what prevents you from using like you know just just going to the meeting and you're like ah shit you know i can't drink this morning i gotta go to the meeting tonight ah shit i can't drink you know today i gotta fucking talk to my fucking you know so it's just there is there's always like a constant reminder and that's the most important part so if you can find something that's a a constant reminder um it's you know it 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 can work (laughs) it doesn't necessarily have to be certain thing yeah. Like I know, For sure. I know me, like I man, I don't know. Uh I just I I can't I one, I have social anxiety like a motherfucker. So Same. I hated talking. <laughs> like I can do it on a fucking call, even a video call on Facebook or something. I can't fucking do it in person, dude. Yeah, um, and and then like you know I don't know who I'm talking to, and that's that's another problem because like around here, you know I've seen fucking uh, I've seen law enforcement undercover at NA meetings and AA meetings or you know parked outside you know taking pictures of people I fucking videotaped that years ago that was crazy. Um, Genius. Yeah, yeah. I like I had it uploaded and stuff when I was about working for cop block stuff, but uh, uh that's besides the point. So, like, you know, I just, I didn't trust, I didn't trust enough people in there 
to you know whereas like the council like you know i i have this relative trust that hasn't been broken but maybe like twice um ever of you know somebody bringing something that i said in the support group outside of it and uh you know i'm glad that i have that and that most people have that you know most kyles have that yeah i mean it's a big thing dude like you know i it's you know there's very few people that i that outside of that group that i feel comfortable just telling things <laughs> you know like that that i, I could just that i could just you know empty my mind into somebody and uh, you know and not get like oh whoa you fuck crazy dog <laughs> like oh mm-hmm. uh, i uh, i i'm just i'm not here today not even supposed okay. to be here today. Have you seen Clerks? No, I haven't. Is it good? Uh, have you seen any of the Clerks movies? No, dude. Oh my god, yes. Uh, so start at one, go to three. Uh, I, I, the first two, yeah, you know, they're mostly funny. Uh, uh, okay, and, and then the third one, I mean, it's funny, and, and then it, uh, it's fucking horribly sad. And I walked out of that. I walked out crying. Uh, I was not expecting to ball my eyes out from a Kevin Smith film. Oh, that doesn't sound like a Kevin Smith film. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. That's what. Yeah, that's what I yeah. was thinking. I'm trying to think. Kevin Smith. Which one is that? I'm pretty uh, sure I know. Who it's it's Am I thinking of Kevin James? Silent Bob is uh like you know Jane Silent Bob. Uh, yep. Okay. Yeah, he's Silent <clears throat> Bob. Okay, I couldn't remember if he was the one that was Silent Bob or if he was the Kevin yeah. from Adam Sandler's group. Okay. I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yep. I'm not. Uh, good he, with he's the he's thing. he's the he's the producer director. Uh, yeah. Uh, like he's got a bunch of shows and shit too. Like, yeah, he. He's he's a he does a lot more than people know, <laughs> but yeah, he, I mean he's a he's a r- really good writer and he's a really good director and um yeah I I I was not disappointed that is for sure. Oh, man. Um oh what do I do like yeah, this is why I always need a, like a third person. <laughs> Cause I, I know, cause like then it's like, hey, you know, uh, two. It's hard with shit, two people. Then, yeah, it, it's a lot harder unless you have you know shit playing. I could have, I could have brought a third. Uh, yeah, I yeah. could have brought Kyle Pearson with me. I, I, I fucking got ghosted by uh, the one guest that I was supposed to go pick up. Um, but I mean, it, it's whatever. I mean, they'll hit me up. They'll be on sometime. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yo, we, you know, would be a good episode. What? Yeah, I don't know if Wig would be down for it, but a Wig and Pain episode. Uh dude, I we talked about that. I it, no, I th- I don't know if 
pain would be down for this. <laughs> Dude, I, it's anything though. I have to be involved in this because I'm way more involved than anybody knows behind that story. Because the way that was found out was I was on Facebook Messenger and I was talking to Payne. I simply just said, hey, wait, comment on one of your girls' posts. Like, I didn't mean nothing by it. I was just like, hey, because I didn't know they were friends, you know? <laughs> and then Payne went to him and was like, you're fucking my girlfriend? And accused Christina of fucking him and, like, was throwing me under the bus and lying on my name. It was just a whole bad scenario, bro. <laughs> like, we could make a whole Jerry Springer episode on this. I just had to message Christina, like, a month ago and tell her to tell Payne to keep my name out of his mouth or I was coming to knock him the fuck out because I'm only two and a half hours away. <laughs> oh, poor Payne. <laughs> I'm telling you, we need a good old Jerry Springer episode. Uh, Yeah, like... Part of me wants that, all right? Part of me doesn't. <laughs> like, part of me is like, part of me is like, eh, maybe, uh, maybe we don't have the Jerry Springer episode. <laughs> like, I bet you the whole council tunes into that oh episode. Oh my god. I, I, it, and that makes it better? <laughs> yes. So much. Because all the memes that are going to come from it. They'll oh get, god. It's like the brethren going again. It might be at the it might be at the sense of pain, not at the sense, but uh, at the cost expense, of pain. Yeah, yeah. Expense, We're okay yeah, with it. Pain yeah, expense. Yeah, <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Uh, we we definitely talk about that. Uh, uh, <laughs> they'll probably they'll probably be more popular than uh than the M's coming on. Um, but, oh yeah no Jesus. no we 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 are uh, uh but you know it, it more of like just a crossover thing because you know we opened this up to more than just kyle's obviously uh spike going on i had squeezy jibs coming on i had the eskimo libertarian um so squeezy is coming on yeah when i don't fucking know because he's still in the middle of fucking bagoda or some fucking shit I know. I was commenting on his TikTok, telling yeah, I, him to I literally, come on. I, I, he, re, he's been responding to my ads, yeah, here and there. Like he's like, "Dog, I'm still in, I'm like, I'm still in Bogota," or I'm like, "Yeah, I'm literally, literally drinking shit by a pool." <laughs> like, I don't, like, I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> dude, I love the fucking uh, his videos where it's the celebrity face fuck Mary kills, and his face pops up in them. And the people are like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> and he's like, it's me, Squeezy Jibs. Dude, I like don't, like, I'm telling you, I, I, I've been refraining from looking into him more because I really don't know who he is. And I've only Dude, seen. Dude, you need I've to look into no, him. No, I don't want to because I want to learn about him from him. <laughs> like, yeah, like, but I'm saying look into him a tiny bit so then you have I, talking. I, ha I have a him. tiny bit. I have a tiny bit. Oh, like, okay. I don't know much about his past. I just know, like, you know, what he does. And, uh, but I did listen to an episode of his podcast that he doesn't maintain anymore. And I'm going to tell him that he should because uh it wasn't like a bunch of bullshit you know like his his video i'm not saying his video is bullshit but you know a bunch of comedy bullshit right yeah. um it, it was like some serious shit it was like talking about mental health and like being serious about it in his voice um <laughs> and i was like damn i was like 
this this is being slept on and like yeah i really want to talk about that because uh, i think he should start it up again i mean especially you know especially he's got the fan base now that it would make a uh a difference um yeah yeah he should definitely for sure and you should definitely talk to him about that yeah uh whenever the fuck he gets on here <laughs> I'm trying to think. We need to get we need to get a famous Kyle on here, but which one uh, do we need to get? I there? uh so tr- to start off, Treadwell is going to be coming on um sometime soon. Uh, Who's that? He let me see. Uh, he like wrote he like wrote helps a help self book, I believe. Like uh hold on. He, he we the council's like helped him to like build up his social media presence uh oh so creative slash art director um oh i'm not friend oh yeah yeah uh so yeah i'm gonna dm you this that's him uh so he runs stay beautiful clothing uh i think i think he he runs it yeah owner at stay beautiful clothing um you know Founder at React Nation, creative art director at Pixel Wave Collection, business owner at Pixel Wave Island, business owner at Nova oh, Wave Records. Uh, yeah, he's he's in a lot of shit, um, and I'm excited to talk to him because I mean he he's he's really good at you know reels, uh, like social media, you know, like clips and shit like that, and uh, and I just wanted to get his insights on some stuff and learn more about him. Like I didn't want to go too heavy into him, either. Um, now, but... so you're big into social media, obviously. Unfortunately, what is the best? What is the best app to start to grow on? Because I'm going to start a cooking channel. Because by trade, I'm, I'm a line cook. Twitter. Twitter. Okay, I was but, gonna but, try. But TikTok. but 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 here's the thing. Here's the thing. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. So there isn't any one. You have to have multiple social media pages and you have to post the content like, you know, close to simultaneously on all the platforms. That, OK, like I, I mean, there's some like you, like I'm not working on the Instagram right now, but I need to. Um, I like I, ha- I I run the Facebook heavy. I run the, the Twitter heavy. Um, those are the two main ones. Um, Facebook, I, I Facebook, I, I think's dying. Uh, oh yeah, completely. Well, it is. You it is. Um, and you know, Twitter's on the cutting edge right now. They're fucking adding new fucking features all the time. Um, and uh, they uh, uh, you know, I can live stream to a post now. I can. I'm. Sh- they're set setting up to where they're like lowering the um, payment threshold for content creators, and uh, content creators are you know gonna have a larger share and all this crazy like all this good shit um but, you know, but musk is destroying twitter uh <laughs> but uh Sounds like i need to start investing in twitter you can't oh you can't invest did he take it private now yeah he did like he bought out all the stock <laughs> oh i didn't know he bought out all the stock i thought he just bought the majority of no it. no no he had the majority oh. and and with the majority said, you know, I, you know, I want to, I want to buy out everybody else. God damn. Twitter uh, would be perfect to invest in right now. So Kyle Treadwell is followed by 140,000 people. So, wow. 
That's yeah. a big following. Congrats to Treadwell. Yeah. yeah. Nice dick, homie Treadwell. Uh... But no, I kind of want to... I don't know what I'm going to do with cooking. I got to figure it out. But I want to do something where I'm just doing like random meals and stuff that people suggest. But I don't want to be too cliche and do it like where you see on YouTube shorts now where they walk up to a random person and they're like, excuse me, miss, if you could have any meal right now, what would it be? Like, I don't want to be that cliche, you know? I mean, it's not really cliche, though. It'd be like, you know, you know, don't don't do it in a corny way like that. Like, because, I mean, that's a that's like that type of that type of video, right? Like you yeah. that that that's probably the best way you're going to get a prompt from the public or you do it online live. Right. So you, you just get oh, discord is another thing that you is is like key just because of the way that it's set up community wise. Um, I highly suggest discord. Um, okay. And ne- they also have a subscription service that you keep 100% of. Or no, it's ni- is it 90-10 or is it 100%? Hold on. Um, Either way, that's a damn good deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And <clears throat> so you can make like certain channels subscription only. So who your subscribers can pay monthly to have a- access to like premium content, th- things of that nature. Yeah. Um, uh yeah um what was i about to say fuck uh the premium content on discord no before that before i even talked about discord damn it (laughs) yep yep i'm gonna start writing down my thoughts so that i can go back to them (laughs) i need fucking Neuralink, dude i need (laughs) i need old daddy musk to hurry up and finish with that shit and repair my fucking brain. Uh, I don't want that fucking chip thing anywhere near me. What? Why? Fuck that. Why? I was born this way. I'ma stay this way. But but here's the thing: the body that you have now isn't even the same body you were born with. Understandable, but I don't trust. No, I I, I trust Elon. More than I trust the government, but I don't trust Elon not handing some bit of that over to the government and something going fuck wrong with uh, it. I mean, he's talked pretty in depth about that and that like there, you know, for any for it to go like mainstream to where like, you know, the, the average consumer would just, you know, get it installed. Right. That it would have to have a, an unhackable and un, you know, um, Oh shit! Uh, an uncompromisable system, and, and and many safeguards, so that you know that could never happen, and that like you know, outside of its medical uses, which is its primary goal, you know, it, the other shit is just is just you know, hope, <laughs> you know, like yeah. yeah uh, but the primary goal is to repair and circumvent damage to the brain and allow, you know, people with certain issues to regain mobility. Like literally it's, it's aimed at letting certain people uh, that had traumatic brain injuries to help them walk again. So yeah. Yeah. And like, you know, to, and monitor, you know, monitor their, their brain activity and their, their heart. And it, it can like what they have right now can predict heart attack. So 
like and it would immediately notify authorities that the individual's about to have a heart attack in those couple you know those few minutes save oh, yeah. save lives so it, it's just i'm excited to see what happens i'm excited, I'm to, excited see, to see like other people yeah i mean and i'd be willing to be a test subject i i you know, just want to throw that out there you ever hear that most um yeah slide me 100k and i'll do it elon uh no just guarantee that my kids are taken care of uh if something happens to me uh and yeah i'll take 10 grand huh? um but if something happens to me ever from it <laughs> my kids are taken care of for the rest of their lives <laughs> I'll do that stipulation. I, I I could do that for a test subject. Oh yeah, like uh, um, uh, and if any uh, if any pharmaceutical manufacturers are listening to this, and they would like to me to be a test subject for any hepatitis C medications, please contact me at Kyle at onlykyle dot com. As my insurance is piece of shit and won't cover my fucking medications. Uh, yeah, I, it's just it, it's been one thing after another just piling up piling up piling up and i've been handling things far better than i would have in the past i will say that okay i'll give myself that much credit um but that's not saying much at the same time <laughs> yeah so it's just uh just it's about growth my friend slow steady growth yep <laughs> I, I mean, and, but I made massive growth very quickly. I, I think like, I, I can't believe I am or was where I have been. Um, and I, I never thought I was going to, you know, be clean <laughs> ever again, to be honest. I thought I was going to be dead or using. So, uh, pretty pretty happy with that outcome most of the time i would uh, be too Sounds like a great outcome i mean i mean just for my kids sake like honestly if it weren't for them is i wouldn't have put in any of this effort uh and things would be a whole lot different i i mean i'd probably i probably no i wouldn't be here they, those are the they are the only two things that have stopped me from that path and like, you know, they, they try, you know, they try and tell you, like, you, know, you have to have self-worth. It's like, nah, I can't do that. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Like, I, I just, I, I don't have the capacity to both, to both have the self-worth and be holding, you know, be holding out for my kids. Like, I just, I, there's just so many reasons that I don't have it. And is it unhealthy? Yes. Uh, absolutely it's unhealthy to not have self-worth um but you know if the other things are keeping me you know mentally generally mentally you know somewhat sane then uh, i <laughs> i need to i need to uh focus on those then yeah i don't know i'm just fucking all over the place it's all right it'll come together <laughs> Do do do. Uh, do do. I'm down for a smoke break if you need one. Uh, yeah, let's do that. So, 
Uh, how long are we in right now? So we're oh, goddamn we're an hour and change into. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. If you want, it, we'll we'll go for a smoke break. Uh, you know, if we want to continue this on when we get back, we can. If not, we'll end it here. But we'll be right back, folks, or not, or we'll be back to say goodbye. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> commercial for... break for you non Spotify yeah, premium pay, paying people and uh and you know whatever other feeds yep all right be back and welcome back um i smoked a much needed cigarette and ate some crackers and i took a bong rip and smoked a cigarette (laughs) oh you're gonna hear me fucking pulling the crackers out of my teeth now Mm. (laughs) there's sour cream and chive Ooh, that was some lovely ASMR. <laughs> On my recording, that's going to pick up every little sound. It's funny. It's going to be perfect. Oh, I can't wait till that new microphone, though. Oh, and those headphones. Uh, dude, let me pull up what I got. They're just fucking amazing. Oh, I thought of a new guest, by the way. Kyle Gordon. You should try and get on. He's a comedian. He's funnier than hell. Hey, hey I'm going to say this for everybody to hear. You guys can help me <laughs> get, get these people on because I have been working my ass off <laughs> to, to to get like individuals that I'm like, I'm fucking getting them. Like, yeah, work, work my ass off with the help of all the Kyles to get fucking Spike. Uh, squeezy is everybody's fucking effort pitched in. It was great. Um, but and like you know, I'm talking to. Uh, I might have my okay. All my servers got fucking wiped. All my websites got wiped, and I thought it was my. I thought I did it. <clears throat> Turns out it was something with Bluehost, and they just don't want to admit it. And so I'm waiting on a restoration right now of all my sites, including my dad's business website, uh, what I had worked on so far of the Kyle Coin website, the council website, uh, which I'm rebuilding entirely different right now. Um, my, my fucking main website, which is freesourcereporting.com, which I've run for fucking ever. Um, and, uh, uh, Oh, okay. Free source reporting is up. Did can I go to home? Ew! What is this snapshot? Oh no, that's fucking. Oh, it's WordPress.com's. Oh, it's so. Okay. Um, but yeah, it took down uh the only Kyle's website. It took down all the emails. It you know they deleted everything. Like I I so I lost. The email access for uh, the podcast, and I Ooh. and if unless they like, they're restoring from the ninth, I think, or the or the sixth. So if I got emails between then and now, like I I'm not gonna see them. And oh God! Yeah, it really sucks because you know I I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to email them again and be like hey you know sorry our our server got wiped uh if you guys responded to this email please let me know um but yeah so <clears throat> and I it, there was you know I reached out to a couple um higher named Kyles 
uh, what was another one? I reached out to Kyle Gass directly this time instead of through social media. Um, and there was another one. I can't remember who it was. Um, yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. And like, oh, I I, you know, I, I hope that they're like, ah, a small little podcast. Like, you know, fuck it. Let's go on. You know, kind of like Spike and kind of like Squeezy. Like, you know, it's just fucking... You know, it's meme worthy and then they come on and it's like oh I mean, this is actually like pretty cool you know, respectable and funny like and <laughs> you know i'm just glad it's working out real well like i haven't had anybody listen to the podcast and been like yo what the fuck are you doing like this is stupid and that makes me yeah. feel really good like for sure <laughs> so We'll see. I mean, as long as me and him stick to our schedule of there has to be an episode out every weekend, you know, uh, Saturday night, Sunday morning. Um, I, the last one was out a little late, but that was uh, that was more miscommunication. But yeah. Uh, <clears throat> and then, you know, um, you know, we weren't working on uh, we weren't going to do like sound quality. Now I have OBS set up on my side that everything sounds fucking great. Um, and then, uh, dog has every, like he, he has a professional recording set up, so it sounds much better when he does it. I don't sound as good on his, so we're probably going to start recording our microphone audio individually. Oh, okay. Uh, and then smash them together. And, yeah. 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 Just mix them together and, uh, yep. Makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and we're working on a, um, a, like new intro and hopefully I can, uh, we're either going to put a video on it as well, or I'm going to make a little animation, um, through Toonly, but we'll figure that out. But, oh, um, I just confirmed your next guest for you. Oh, uh, who? Pearson said he's going to come on. Oh yeah? Yeah. Okay. I told him you said he could and he said gang. Yeah. Um. It, my only stipulation with that is uh, if, like, you know, Squeezy or or, uh, oh, yeah. or Salman Khan, like, says that they can only do that weekend or whatever. Uh, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It, it, and, like, it's not to be a dick, but, like, I have no plans. They come first, for sure. <laughs> well, not and, like, I, I, I shouldn't think that way, really, because, like, you know, the Kyle should come first. Uh, I mean, really. And... You know, so I'm gonna leave it. I'm gonna leave it up to you know someone like Pearson and be like, "Hey, I got this, you know, person coming on, um, or person wanting to come on this day. Do you mind rescheduling?" If they say no, fuck it. <laughs> but I have a feeling, you know, it'd be like, you know, once I explain, they'll be all yeah. right. So yeah, because at, at the end, it's all about the entertainment of the Kyles. And let's face it, a Squeezy Jibs episode is going to be more entertaining than this episode or a Pearson episode. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, and that's the way I see it, at least. Well, you know, I gotta kind of disagree with that. Um, it depends. On, I mean, it, it depends on uh, what fits your fancy. So, like, uh, you know, like the the Spike Cohen one isn't for everyone. You know, we talked about, you know, we talked about mental health. We talked about, you know, a lot of politics. It was a good episode. Yeah, oh, uh, it was by far one of the best, in my opinion. Um, it, it, I, I would say, I would say the best in that kind of format. Um, oh, for sure. And, um, but that's not the, I don't, 
want to stick to that kind of format. Like, uh, you know, when dog listens to this, uh, and I hope he does, uh, <laughs> like he was like, Oh, you know, in uh, we, in our Eskimo libertarian episode, he's like, you know, we, maybe we should be a little more professional. And I'm like, no, like, I, no, <laughs> like, I don't want to change a fucking thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I joked, you know, I went and put a fucking blazer on and shit and fucking joked around. But like in the end, like I don't want to change how we do this because it's supposed to be informal. Authentic. It's supposed to be comedic. It's supposed to be conversational. Um, so uh, I want to I want to keep that feel like I my favorite one is my ayahuasca trip one. And uh, who all was in that? Let me see. Wait, you did ayahuasca? I didn't know that. Yeah, well, not on the... <laughs> talked about a story from... Uh, no, but I'm saying in I, general, I didn't know you've done it. I am very psychedelic heavy. I oh, love, yeah. I, I, one I have, of my I things my I want to do if I start. Okay, so it, uh, the, it is, is my... Is my whole life an ayahuasca trip? Can can eggs be unscrambled? Am I awake? Is my perception of reality just a figment of someone else's imagination? Are we all just NPCs in some mystical shaman spiritual journey? We ask the great questions on everyone's mind. What is the meaning of life? Is the answer really 42? Yeah, it's, it's by far one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> Dude, I need to try ayahuasca so bad. I'm actually looking into getting some mimosa hostilis root bark if you're catching my drift. Um. I cannot confirm nor deny that I have, uh, that anyone I know or myself have ever purchased it and extracted DMT. So, um, oh, okay. yes, um, in the past, uh, allegedly. Um, yeah, allegedly, allegedly, I'm looking into it. <laughs> uh, man, yeah. Um, so I I, I will tell. Oh, did I will you tell do you, ayahuasca in like Colombia or where was it? No, here, here. In oh, the, okay. It, I yeah. didn't know you could find it stateside. Uh, yes, yes. You can you can get the ingredients to make it. Uh, there's actually a place in Kentucky that uh is a like a religious organization, and you can go there and you go through a spiritual journey, and they monitor you and everything. Oh. That's- Sick. Yeah. Uh, look up uh, la, 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 Kentucky ayahuasca. I think. Okay. I believe that's easy. Man. Yeah, I believe. I'm looking it up right now. Kentucky ayahuasca. Yes. Church. There we go. It's in Greensburg. Quest Native America's Church. And uh, while we're on the subject of ayahuasca, I would like to say that um, Ibogaine is a treatment for opiate addiction. Um, it is the only one that is known to basically cure opiate addiction within a day um and to reduce the effects of post-acute withdrawal syndromes uh drastically to where they're barely felt um you it is currently schedule one in the united states as is everything that helps you um so if you are suffering from 
opioid addiction, I suggest that you try and find a country that you can easily travel to, uh, such as Mexico, uh, where it's not, you know, uh, so ostracized, um, and they have clinics, professional clinics. Um, and yes, uh, I just always like to bring that up. There is, I believe in California, uh, a place that is violating federal law by, uh, administering Ibogaine to treat opioid addiction. Um, yeah, yeah, just wanted to throw that out there. Um, anything a lot of information about this church, it's actually very informative. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. I'm gonna have to look into that. Thanks for that. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I, you know, I, I highly recommend things like that. And this is not medical advice, um, this is just from personal experience. Um, if, Things of a hallucinogenic nature um, seem to have always worked for me for mm-hmm. mental health um, and substance abuse. Um, so I like I like I I would get into serious depression and I would do one hefty dose of shrooms and mm-hmm. would be set for six months and, same here yeah and uh and, you know if people would be like oh no you're doing drugs like no i'm fucking literally like just fixing a serotonin imbalance in my brain <laughs> you know, <laughs> that that my brain wasn't fucking doing itself so um you know uh so you know if you're suffering from things and you don't like taking the medications um consult with your doctor honestly you know let them know that you're thinking about um alternative treatments and that you know that they can't condone them necessarily but uh ask for harm reduction advice um or you know ask them if they're literate in you know those substances used in that way um in regards to say depression, um, you know, treatment for bipolar and paranoid schizophrenia, like you know, there's been massive studies on LSD microdosing um, being able to help alleviate, if not cure, symptoms of paranoid schizophrenia. Um, now, in some now in some cases, it exacerbates it. So uh, you know, uh, give you fair warning on that. <laughs> yeah, because that's. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Um, is there anything specific you want to talk about? No, I think we're good to wrap it up if you're ready. Yeah, I'm I'm just I've had a day. Uh it's just gonna be another podcast of me saying I've had a day. Uh <laughs> yeah. I, I appear to be having lots of them. Um so yeah. Uh Thank you everybody for listening. Um, thank you, Bear, for coming. Uh, Not a problem. You know, Thanks uh, for having me. I'm glad it was you actually that came. Um, you know, of you know, of all the people, I'm glad it was somebody that I, <laughs> you know, have talked to in the sense of uh, the support group. Yeah. Um, and you know that that makes me feel really good. Um, and I'm just glad you're still here with us, buddy. 
Good, thanks. All right, man. You have a good one, and everybody listening, thank you for joining, and you guys all have a good day. And remember, you can always reach out. Love you guys. Bye. Yeah. Oh.